0: Well, on the screen is a bumper sticker popular around the world, simply reads, Eddie would go. We'll come back to that here in just a moment. Here's a couple of recent articles, five reasons why 80% of retired NFL players go broke, Forbes Magazine, the real reason why NFL players go bankrupt, Fox Sports, interesting studies. Of course, one of the reasons that sports figures lose their money within two years of retirement even though the average football player makes a million dollars a year. Some of that is toxic relationships, family and friends took the money. But the real reason is the same reason lottery winners lose their money within five years of winning is that internal identity. If a person does not feel they deserve a certain level of success, whether that's a financial success, relationship, spiritual health, they will self-sabotage themselves until what they had gained is lost we talk often about the need to understand the reality of our identity in christ let me share four simple things peter ruckman talks about help clarify who we are in this life of faith number one looking at christ he suffered with us he suffered with us isaiah 53 surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering One of the most wonderful statements in scripture that he took up our pain and that he bore our suffering. The reality is nobody faces anything alone in Christ. He is there to be that strength, go with us through those valleys and lead us out of the darkness so we find ourselves then in the light. Love this story. Jay Utley, a minister, walking down the street one day, a homeless man, he said, obviously drunk, stumbled up to him demanded money, or he wanted something to drink as well. Jay tried to sidestep him. The man walked in front of him again, demanded some money. He also wanted something to drink. The third time, Jay tried to go around him. Once again, the man got in front of him, made the same demands, and so Jay pushed him. He said this man fell to the ground. He felt bad, went to help the man get up. He said the man pushed himself up. Onto his elbows and looked at him and said, Young man, I wish you could see the man that I am supposed to be. We all have that same cry in our hearts I wish somebody could see the man or the woman that I am supposed to be. That identity that we have in Christ, that He suffered with us, is the reality that He sees who we are meant to be enters into that suffering to take us out of it by His strength and grace and pull us out of that valley to that mountaintop. Second thing, we know in Scripture, He died with us. He died with us. He suffered with us. He died with us. Romans 6, we died with Christ, so we believe we will also live with Him. Certainly one of the most wonderful promises in Christ that he conquered death but death can also be that a part of us dies what needs to die Paul talks about dying daily Jesus brings us to that life where we die to self and some things that die within us some things that need to leave our lives whether that be sin toxic things there are times that some things need to come to an end I love this statement here in Luke chapter 4, story we all know, Jesus 40 days, 40 nights in the desert, tempted by the devil, he overcomes the temptations, we're told he goes to the synagogue, takes out a scroll, begins to read from the book of Isaiah, the verse he reads, he says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And then Jesus looks at the people and says, today, today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. It took place for fulfillment there in Christ in that first century. That means it's fulfilled to us today. Well, here's Isaiah 61, part of what Jesus read that day on that scroll. Here's the words we just read. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is on me. He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim freedom for the captives, release from darkness the prisoners. Here's a key verse we're going to look at for a moment. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. In the Old Testament, ashes represents repentance. They also represent mourning. And we're told that in Christ, he exchanges those ashes for a crown that is beautiful. Steve Curtis Chapman, who went through a tragic loss of a child, wrote a song on this verse. And that song was, out of these ashes, beauty will rise. When Christ laid down his life, took it back up again, conquered all the things, including death, so that we might have victory in him. Even in the moments when things seem to turn to ash, we're told that he makes something beautiful out of that pain. Here's a story that illustrates that. We all know this man, Louis Braille, lived in the 1800s. Louis Braille was born with regular eyesight. He lost his sight in an accident. He was three years old. As he grew into a young child, he would tell people, He remembered things that he saw, things he could no longer see, and he felt that loss. So he would say, you know, there's other people born blind. How can I help them have a sense of being able to see the world? When he was a teenager, he was at a school for the blind, and he would say, we studied letters. They had the regular alphabets, regular shapes. They'd be cut out of wood, so you could feel an A and a B. He said, if you went to the library, there were books and the letters were made out of felt so you could feel the alphabet and read a book. He said, the challenge was one regular book translated into the school there so that you could read it as someone blind. It would take eight books to make up one regular book. And he said that eight books, they would weigh seven pounds a piece. So imagine trying to carry, you know, 60 pounds of a reading, and he said, "There has to be another way." When he was a little bit older as a teenager, he met a guy in the army who came up with a simple system that allowed soldiers to read simple commands at night, just to read these elevated little dots on a piece of paper, so they could read simple things like "Yes or no, retreat, advance. And from that, he started to conceive what we know as Braille. Beautiful story. The ashes but a man who said, I want people to have a sense of sight, something beautiful. Now he's impacted millions of lives from his own tragedy. As S.C. Sawney said, we may not know what may happen in our life, but we can always move beyond the point where our destiny may park us. We can always move beyond the point where our destiny may park us because in Christ, out of these ashes, we promised beauty shall rise. Third thing, he rose with us, Ephesians 2, God raised us up with Christ, seated us with him in heavenly realms. It's probably a verse that has incredibly limited understanding in our world beyond our understanding what it means to be seated in Christ, in the heavenly above all things. What we know that means, in part, is we have victory over the enemy and over sin. That Satan has no authority in our lives anymore. And so therefore we can face every day and say, you know what challenges still may come? I know that I'm still seated with Christ in the heavenlies, victorious, no matter what Challenges may stand in the way. This is Michelle Hoskins. A mother of three. She found herself divorced on welfare. No money. Trying to make ends meet. She said we had a a recipe for syrup that had been passed down family to family since the 1800s. She said, you know, this recipe was very popular with family and friends. Maybe it'd make good sales. She marketed her syrup, simply now today Michelle's Syrup. Within five years, single mom on welfare became a millionaire. Now she tries to show other people that feel like they're at the end of their rope, that there's always hope, there's always possibility. You don't have to stay where your destiny has parked you. Because we are seated in Christ in the heavenlies. That means that victory is there because of who He is in our life, our true identity. Scott Anderson said about thinking, There's a price to pay for every bad thought, every negative thought, every fearful thought. Every thought you have is a seed that is planted in your subconscious. And note, your life is no more than the harvest from the thoughts you have planted. When we have thoughts of defeat and fear, we need to stop and remember, you know what? He suffered with us. We don't go through anything alone. He died with us. There are things that had to come to an end in our life. He rose with us. We're seated in Him, victorious above all things. Let our thoughts be translated to that type of thinking. See how our life becomes transformed. Amber Nathan did studies with people at the end of their life. She asked them to simply complete a sentence, I wish, and then fill in the rest. She said the number one answer people giving a life review gave was, I wish I would have let myself feel happy more. I wish I would have let myself feel happy more. Interesting. Focus on that word, let Why didn't they feel happy more? People thought, you know, you need permission to feel happy more, or you need something to celebrate. You know, when Monica and I go to a restaurant, we're often asked, what's the special occasion? We live in a culture where people have that type of thinking. There must be a special occasion to celebrate, and we can stop and say, you know what? I celebrate every day because He suffered with me, died with me, rose with me, and my thinking is on a different level because my identity in Christ And he is the one who said this day, that proclamation that he sets the captives free, brings light to the dark, turns the ashes into something beautiful, was fulfilled there in him that first century. Perhaps you'll find it helpful to consider the Gestalt prayer, 1969. Fritz Perls came up with Gestalt therapy. He kind of summarized his whole teaching in this prayer, and it's simply this. I am not in this world to live up to your expectations and you are not in this world to live up to mine. When we feel that we must live up to other people's expectations, then we're on that treadmill of trying to earn approval. When we feel like other people have to meet our expectations or basing our happiness on somebody else's behavior and how often, do people behave in ways that leave us disappointed? The reality is, we need to simply say, I can't base my happiness on what others do. I have freedom in Christ, and that freedom brings me freedom from, from feeling the need to perform, to earn approval. I simply can trade my expectations for appreciation and say every moment, I appreciate that in Christ, all things are yes and amen in Him. The last point here, He intercedes for us. 1 Timothy 2.5, there's one God, one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. He intercedes for us, praying on our behalf, declaring that we are forgiven because of His sacrifice, declaring we are innocent because of His blood. He intercedes on our behalf. It means He's on our side. Tony Robbins shared about going into a prison. Speaking to this young woman, gang member, he said you could see the anger and hate in her eyes. He tried to talk to her about change, and she said, This, you don't know what my life has been like. I'm going to die by 30. He said he took a big chance and he looked at her and he said, I didn't know you were such a follower. He said at that moment you could tell she was barely holding back her rage to come across the table. And he said to her, you know what? That voice you have is fear. But that voice is not you. You don't have to believe you can only do what the gang says. You don't have to believe your life is over. You don't have to believe that you could die by 30. Don't be such a follower. Don't worry about the voices around and what maybe the majority thinks says or can or cannot be done. Recognize the promise. Christ suffered with us. He died with us. He rose with us. He intercedes for us. Which brings us back here this morning to a simple Bumper sticker. Three words. Eddie would go. Eddie is Edward AKal. He was a lifeguard in Hawaii. Took on legendary status. Rescued over 500 people. Some of the roughest waters, some of the just greatest storms. When others were afraid, Eddie would go and he would rescue people that were drowning. But his legacy was truly made known worldwide. When they were building a raft that looked like a historical replica of one from the 1800s, and they wanted to sail this raft between islands. And he went with the crew on this makeshift raft, 12 miles from the beach, these large waves turned it over, everybody was thrown into the water. The rest of that day and all night long, they had flares trying to signal to planes, trying to signal to boats, all to no avail. The next day, Eddie said, we're 12 miles from shore, I think I can make it, and I'll go get help. He had brought along a surfboard. He started to paddle towards the shore miles and miles away. Nobody ever saw Eddie again. The rest of the people on that raft, eventually the Coast Guard did find them and they were taken to safety. But ever since that day, they started to have a, a yearly marathon to recognize the gift that this man had given to so many people. And today, men and women push each other to go farther, to risk more. With three simple words, Eddie would go. Perhaps facing things this week, maybe just getting up early, maybe in your thoughts, your mind, you can remember people like Eddie. Eddie would go. Maybe it's to step into somebody's life and be that positive person for them. And you can just simply remember, you know, there's people like that sacrificed everything. Eddie would go. I encourage you to go further, to risk more, to give even more of your own life to other people. Promises, Christ, he suffered with us. We go through nothing alone. He died with us. All those painful moments in life, He can turn them around and bring beauty from those ashes. He rose with us. We're seated with Him victorious so we can live lives with a different type of thinking, no matter what the crowd may say. He intercedes for us. He's on our side speaking righteousness over our life because He is the Righteous One in whom we find redemption and peace. Eddie would go. May it be said of you and me, whatever that calling, that we would go. That our prayer would truly be, here I am, Lord. Send me. Just simply sit back and watch, be amazed as he brings beauty out of ashes.